Lindsay here. What if I told you, you could get unlimited access to some of my best hypnotherapy, mindset hacks, and courses right at your fingertips anytime you want it. It's all inside my Align Your Mind membership. Joining AYM gets you instant access to my entire digital hypnotherapy library with topics for any desire you have, plus a huge selection of bonus content, courses, trainings, and resources for deep, long-lasting transformations that I reserve for members' eyes only. Whatever you desire to embody or release, I got you covered, and there's always something new to explore and benefit from. Your biggest desires are waiting to be achieved, and the AYM membership can get you there. So to join and get more info, hit the link in the episode description and start exploring your limitless potential. October is quickly approaching, so I wanted to pop in and make sure you get a super special invite to attend my next Radical Self-Love Retreat happening in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. We're going to spend a week having fun in the sun while also bonding, doing healing work, riding ATVs, having Reiki performed on us, getting massages, doing yoga every day, overlooking the ocean. We're going to be eating delicious food, visiting private beaches, Not to mention Mexico is the easiest country to travel in and out of right now, which is nice. So if you've been having the itch to travel or to work with me, this is your chance that only happens one or two times a year. So go to KelseyAida.com slash retreat to apply. I hope you can make it. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to High Vibe Knit. We are, as always, very honored and excited to have you here joining us for another epic conversation about fun life stuff. So here we are. We have an amazing guest this week, Miss Elizabeth April. She is a paradigm shifter, truth seeker, light worker, amazing being like everybody who listens to the show. We are just so excited to pick her brain, hear about her experiences and let her channel some wisdom for us today in this conversation. We didn't really pick anything in particular to talk about, but I know we're just going to let it flow and everything that needs to be heard is going to be said. So thanks for being here, Elizabeth. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I, I love kind of sharing knowledge and just feeling out the vibe of the community and seeing what they have to to really know and understand at this time. So it's an important time to be alive. Yes. Very exciting. Very important. Bursting, you guys. You're bursting with your question. (laughs) Well, I don't have a question. Well, I mean, I do, but I, I usually with, with the guests and especially today, I'm very interested to know your origin story and how you got into this. Okay. I'm not going to lie. You guys, I found her Instagram profile and I was like, she's about aliens. And you guys know how much I love to talk about this. And she's also uh, really big into energy and, and law of attraction and things and manifestation, things like that. And just things that we talk about all the time with a little sprinkle of aliens in there. So I want to know how you, like, where do you come from? What are your, what's your star sign? Give me all the stuff. <laughs> do you like long walks on the beach you know <laughs> um yeah very cool so I'm Canadian uh, originally and so I was born in this life with extrasensory abilities that basically means that I was born with the ability to kind of see energy and auras um, I was communicating with spirit guides at a young age basically thought I was communicating with God because I was raised Catholic Um, and I was definitely able to kind of communicate with different spirits, ghost spirits. Um, so I would see, say, for example, you know, my elementary school friend's grandpa who had passed away five years earlier, walking around her house, um, sort of thing. So I was definitely the weird kid at a young age. I knew you were going to say that because I usually started (laughs) out with like, I was the weird kid and I walked around in cemeteries and I love to, you know, talk to the graves and see if I could figure out how people died and like all that stuff. And I never actually, I don't remember ever seeing like ghosts because I think I was just too afraid (laughs) to like let myself, but I'm, I'm, I love that phrase, like be the weird kid Own that because you're probably going to be amazing (laughs) when you grow up. Okay. Keep going. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I always tell my community the same thing. And like, be the weird spiritual person. Like you're probably yes. waking people up just by being your unique, authentic self. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I grew up and, and what I was able to tune into. I believe that so many kids also have those abilities as well. I definitely don't think I was unique or special in any regard. I even believe that the kids these days are even more awake and more powerful, you know, than we ever were before. And so at around 10, I decided to shut off all of my abilities. It was too much. I wasn't fitting in. I wasn't making friends. Like once again, I was that weird kid. So I kind of went through this, this period of conforming, needing to conform, feeling like I needed to conform. I remember making the conscious decision to look around and say, you know, who are all the popular kids and what are they doing to be popular? And it was always about sports. Oh, well, they're all on all the sports teams. Okay, cool. So that's what I'm going to do. So talk about going from a very metaphysical existence to an extremely physical one. Um, And so I started getting very competitive and trying all these sports. And yeah, I did. I made friends, you know, kind of doing that strategy, I guess. Um, But I lost a piece of myself. Like I lost that connection with spirituality and this other world. And so at around like 14, 15, 16, I went through a really deep depression, lots of anxiety. It was because of that separation of that part of me that I felt like, what's the point? Like truly. And I started to ask all of these really big picture philosophical questions. Who are we? What are we doing here? What's the point in all of this? Do I have a purpose, a mission, or am I really just here to go to school, get into debt, get a nine to five, pop out some babies and and be done with it. You know, like that was the worst case scenario. Everyone's dream life was the absolute, you know, worst case scenario for me. So I remember at 16 going around, I talked to my high school friends, I talked to high school counselors, I went to teachers, I went to even a priest to say, all right, you're an authority figure here. Let me know what, what are we doing here? What's the purpose of this? What's the point? And time and time again, I was just met with blank stares and disappointing answers. And so through a lot of that angst and depression, um, it was my dad actually who said, hey, would you be interested in a past life regression? Um, Lo and behold, here's this the guy who's my dad, who's not only very Catholic, um, but also who's an engineer. You wouldn't really typically link in Catholicism, engineering, and spirituality, but turns out in university, he took a past life regression course, and he was very open-minded in that way. And so we got on this old school tape recorder, and he took me in an hour and a half at 16 into about five different lifetimes. And in a lot of these lives, I was a philosopher, I was a healer, I was a teacher, I was a shaman, I was a channeler. Um, In a few of the lifetimes, I was persecuted, I was killed, I was enslaved. Um, But after that, there was two truths that came of that at 16. One, reincarnation is real. Thank God I am not just the 16-year-old because I really don't feel like this. And two, time is actually an illusion. How is it possible at 16 years old in just an hour and a half to go through and explore five entire lifetimes? So that really opened the can of worms of what else is possible out there in the universe. And even though I didn't still really know my mission, I knew that I was going in the right direction. And uh, I ended up taking my dad's past life regression notes and I copied them into my own notebook. So two years later, when I went away to university, I was 18 and that's how I made friends. I basically went up to kids in my classroom and would say, hey, do you believe in reincarnation? Do you want to see something cool? It's kind of like a party trick. And then I would regress them into a trance-like state and I would take them into past lifetimes. At a certain point in time, I started to realize that not everyone was able to let go of their current reality um, and basically be regressed. So I wondered, is it possible for me to put myself into a trance-like state, regress myself to take a look at their Akashic records and their past lifetimes? And I started to do that. And then I started to explore all of my past lifetimes in that state by guiding myself. And then I started to wonder, well, do I even really need someone in in front of me in order to do this? 
can I take a look at Jesus's past life? Can I maybe take a look at ancient Greece? Cause I was really interested in that time. Can I go back into when the pyramids were built? Can I take a look at that? And I didn't know it at the time, but I was tapping into the planetary Akashic records, which is really just cloud storage for all the knowledge and information and experience that this entire planet has had. Um, and now we call it, you know, uh, astral traveling, remote viewing. And that's really essentially what I was doing. I had a place, a time in mind, and I was able to basically remote view that place in time. Um, now that was great. So at this point in time, you know, 18, all my abilities are coming back. I would stub my toe and get thrown into a past life. I would smile at a stranger and take a look. Oh my God, we were sisters in a past life or what have you. Um, so it was very open, remote viewing, lucid dreaming, working on telepathy. Uh, but if you ask me if aliens existed, I would say, yeah, I mean, there's got to be something out there or, in the universe, yeah. <laughs> but why why would they be here? Why would they bother with little old us? Like, I really thought we were this like ant-like, insignificant type species. You know, there's trillions of terrestrial planets out there. You know, why bother with us? So that all changed when I went away to a 10-day meditation retreat. I think I was 18, 19 years old. And uh, in a past life as a yogi in Burma, I ended up doing this technique called Vipassana. And I found out that two hours away from my university, there was a Vipassana center. So I'm like, oh my God, I get to like re-experience this past life, you know, meditative energy. So 10 days, no talking, you know, no, no technology, no journaling, no art, no nothing. It's just you yourself for 10 days. And on the second night of uh, the meditation retreat, I ended up getting abducted very consciously by interdimensional beings. And so now I want to say that, you know, the abduction itself was quite fear-based. Um, it was very short, very sweet. Uh, you know, they put something into my right ear, kind of like a tracking device. And, uh, and then I was like thrown back into bed, but it, but it was very fearful. You know, it really did feel violating and objectively the species that took me was a low vibrational, you know, species. They, they weren't really high vibe, love and light. Um, but what that did for me was to once again, open up my mind, open up this crazy can of worms to say, yeah, not only are they real, but they're here and they're interested in humanity. So all of a sudden I'm like, okay, let's explore past lifetimes off planet. Let's take a look at what's going on out there in the universe. Uh, and so that started my journey to basically open up, you know, the galaxy and see what's going on out there, remote viewing. And uh, a couple, I would say a couple months after that abduction experience, I was invited to my very first meeting with the Galactic Federation. They told me who they were. They told me that I was some sort of like alumni of them, or am I like a member of the Galactic Federation? I knew it. And, uh, and so ever since then, I'm 29 now. So it's been about 10 years of basically remote viewing, speaking to these interdimensional beings and relaying this information and insight to humanity, um, along with all of the other kind of uh, remote viewing experiences that I've had as well. Um, and so now I'm able to kind of ask a question, tap in and receive that information and give it in a concise way. And once again, I believe that everything that I can do, everyone can do. I don't believe that there's any sort of difference or specialty that I have. I truly believe that as a society, we're all getting to this point. And it's clearer now than ever before that humanity is waking up and the vibration is shifting. I mean, I don't even know where to go right now. <laughs> I have so many questions. You're just, how long do we have? I don't, <laughs> I need more time. Okay. Elizabeth, you are incredible. First of all, second of all, there, here's a question that jumped out at me is something that I heard a while ago is that the ones, this is a very general statement, but the species of alien that chooses to abduct in a fear-based manner tend to be the lower vibrational ones and tend to look like what's behind you, the grays. Is that, is that what they look like? What do they look like? You got to tell me what they look like. Um, so the original abduction that I had was actually with, uh, a species called the tall whites. Now this is like, this is where it gets really confusing. So humans like to just kind of label and bracket and categorize every yeah. being like there are, um, 
thousands of different gray archetypes or species within the gray. So it's kind of like, you know, them pointing out saying you're a human, you know, like all white chicks like pumpkin spice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, you know, it's kind of true. I just, I just, it's a little bit true sometimes. Um, no. So yeah. So like, I actually, I love the grays, um, but I love a certain, you know, species of gray, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Right. So there, I believe that there are good and bad within every species. Um, and I believe that there are really, really good high vibrational grays. And I believe that there are really, really nefarious low vibrational grays. Um, same thing with the tall whites, like what a generic term. Well, you're tall and you're white. So we're just going to go ahead and call you the tall whites, but there are many different species of tall whites and, and, you know, variety. We just don't necessarily have all the, the names and the labels for them. Um, and we might get really overwhelmed or intimidated if we did have all of the day from Zenu, you know, or whatever. So, yeah. So same thing with the grays. I do believe that there are nefarious ones, but there are also really, really beautiful ones who are here to help humanity as well. Okay. Thank you. That, that helps me. Um, I'm a huge fan of extraterrestrial aliens, interdimensional beings. And before you came on the show, I never, I, I only get what people say, what people tell me. I never really delve too deep because it, it's so much, right? Once you kind of go down the rabbit hole, you don't really know what's real and what isn't, what people are just saying and what they believe. And it's just, it's a lot. So before this conversation, I was like, okay, so there's the grays, the little guys who are just like not nice and they want to put stuff in your ear. And then there's like the, the ones that look like us, but have bigger, bigger eyes and like the blue and the blonde hair and they're taller and they live longer kind of thing. And then there's like the just vibrational dimensional ones. So like, there's not, they don't even have a physical body. Um, and that's it. (laughs) That's all I really know about. Oh, and some kind of bird thing. Is there a bird thing? Yeah, there is. is a blue. They're blue and they're birdies. Okay. Yeah. That's just so cool. I mean, I really could. I just need, do you have a podcast? Cause I need to listen to it. I think you do. I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so many questions and so many like avenues of this conversation uh, came up for me. And, and I just, I don't even know like where to go, except that I, and I just, I really do want to take a moment and just thank your dad for allowing you to embrace who you really are. Cause I think that that is, that was a pivotal moment for you. It kind of like, oh, this person that's not supposed to believe in this believes in this. So kind of giving me permission to also believe in it. And then when it happened, you're like, holy shit, like this is real. And this is so life-changing and you'll never be the same in a good way. Um, I'm a hypnotherapist. I don't know if you know this and I do past lives with people. I've had mm-hmm. them done on me. And it's just, it's, it's unexplainable how profound it can be for just your understanding of what and who you truly are. Like, we're just, we're not just meat sacks. Okay. We have like millions of moments of living and so much under our belt before we even get born into this particular lifetime. Before I switched to Lumino, I was on the hunt for oral care solutions that were non-toxic because I learned that your regular everyday toothpaste and mouthwash are actually doing more harm than good in more ways than one, especially because they kill pretty much proudly on the label 99.9% of oral bacteria in your mouth. But did you know that 98% of oral bacteria are actually good for you? And they're actually essential for your oral health. So it turns out the fact that all bacteria is bad is just a myth. And Lumino is busting it wide open. Lumino makes toothpaste, mouthwash, and whitening products that have a totally new and different approach to improving your health. They use powerful and uncompromising ingredients like sea salt, aloe, coconut oils to clean and brighten your smile. Plus, everything they make is certified non-toxic. They don't just say they're non-toxic, they are actually non-toxic. You won't find any harsh chemicals or bleaches in any of Lumino's products Everything is dentist formulated, backed by over 50 studies, and proven to protect the good bacteria, also known as the microbiome of your mouth. You will love Lumino's whitening. I guarantee it. It's the only whitening strips and products I've used that don't sting my gums, which probably is a good thing. 
It only takes 30 minutes to apply and it brightens your smile with no sensitivity. And I noticed my teeth, my teeth personally got like twice as bright just from one session. I didn't even have to use all the strips. I was like, oh, my teeth look amazing already. And I've got my boyfriend on them. He loves them too. And he said the same thing. Like my teeth actually don't feel sensitive from using this. So you guys, if you've been looking for a non-toxic oral solution, this is it. You can find Lumino on Amazon.com and get $7 off today. That's L-U-M-I-N-E-U-X. Reminder, it's spelled with an X so you can X out the harm. <laughs> Lumino, dedicated to illuminating better ideas in oral care. Brought to you by Thrive Market, which I'm very excited to introduce you guys to because our amazing listeners can get 40% off your first order when you join Thrive Market today and a free gift worth over $50. So I'm pretty sure you can't beat this offer anywhere. And it's something that you should take advantage of because Thrive is really awesome. It's basically an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. As far as the membership goes, you can join annually, you can join monthly, it's really easy and really quick. This is how you can get the best organic foods without overpaying. You can shop everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products, all delivered right to your door. And if you find a price lower elsewhere, they will even match it. I know that I actually have really been loving Thrive's brand. So they have their own like generic brand of products that they have with their label and everything is really, really good quality, cute packaging, comes super quickly in the mail. The best part is that Thrive has super high quality standards with everything that they list on their market. So they carefully vet each and every item so you can trust that if it's there, it's the best. I used to go through all the ingredients myself, whether it was skincare, home cleaning products, food ingredients, and just try to learn everything about what's toxic, what's not, what's good, what's bad. And now I don't have to do that because I know everything on Thrive is already vetted for me and top-notch, the best quality. The other fun thing about Thrive is you can search for what you eat based on how you live. So if you need a low-sugar diet, if you're keto, if you're gluten-free, if you're zero-waste, you can filter the food by these different categories and make shopping super, super easy. Can your grocery store do that? Now it can when you go to thrivemarket.com slash vibin. Join today to get 40% off your first order and a free gift worth over $50. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash vibin to get 40% off your first order and a free gift worth over 50 bucks. Thrivemarket.com slash vibin. I don't know, Kels, what do you got? What do you have to ask? Do you have anything on deck? Because I just want to get super profound and be like, why are we here, Elizabeth? <laughs> What's going on here? Because I know we didn't come here by accident. Every one of us that is sitting and listening to this podcast or drinking their coffee or living in this moment chose to be here in this moment. Like, this is such a profound time of living. And I mean, we could talk about that all day, but what do you got, Kels? I mean, the part of um, Elizabeth, your story that stuck out to me was like the teenage depressive moment because yeah. I had a long one. I was stuck in it for like a couple years, like in my late teens, early twenties. And I really know that feeling of like, I can't just be here to be miserable or to do the regular stuff. Like there has to be more, like what, mm -hmm. what is it? I want to know. And I think there's something so powerful in posing that question because when you ask, you obviously start to receive the answers, right? In many, many different forms. So I just want to say, or more like just give a hug like to your teenage self because, mm -hmm. you know, that was a hard time. I get it. I resonate with that. And um, I'm not glad that you went through with that contrast, but in a sense, 
you know, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to come out of it and use it to thrive. So I think that's pretty cool and pretty relatable. Cause I find that a lot of people who are spiritual, they have had encounters with depression and questioning everything and feeling horrible. And if you're feeling like that now, know that it's not in vain. It's getting you somewhere. It's a part of the process in a sense. So, um, yeah, I guess that's my, that's my little comment there, but the alien stuff, very cool. I did already know she was abducted because I read on the website that that had happened. Um, I had a coworker when I was performing as a performing artist who had been abducted and she had like this crazy, um, it almost looked like a birthmark or like a burn mark, like on her back of this like cool pattern thing. Um, So this isn't the first, you're not the first person I've met who's consciously been abducted and knows like kind of what happened, but it is definitely um, curious. I'm curious to learn more about like, now I'm sure you've thought about it a lot and gotten more answers and clarity as to like, why that would happen to you like what was their intention or motive like do you have any insight into that now that it's been like a while yeah that's a great question so um the first abduction which was quite fear-based uh you know it's it's tough because we live in a very victim society like you know what I mean like life is happening to me rather than I'm happening to life. And I believe that that's a part of some of the manipulation that's happening on planet earth is, you know, that life's just happening to you and and you have no say in it. Um, But I'm a really, really big fighter for free will. And, And I believe that every moment of our lives, whether it seems like someone is doing that to you, I believe we contracted that, right? So it's very easy to say, oh, well, God put this on my path for me. And then it's even easier to say, oh, well, the spirit guides lined this up for me or the universe has my back, but that would actually still be disempowering you as the sole source of your own contracts. Wasn't God who wrote your life for you? It wasn't your spirit guides who even wrote that down for you. It was you. I truly believe, you know, upon entering that other side, upon taking a look and observing that space in between incarnations that we get to sit down and choose what did I learn in my last life? What did I refuse to learn? What karmic energy did I create? So therefore, what can I learn in this next life? And what can I clear from the past in this next life? So even though that was a very fear-based abduction experience, I understand now that I wrote that into my own contracts to experience the polarity of extraterrestrials. Because ever since then, I've had good experience after positive experience after positive experience. And I probably would be an over-optimist when it comes down to it with extraterrestrial life. But now I understand, no, there's good and bad. You know, polarity does still exist out there in the universe. And I've experienced that firsthand. So when I'm at conferences and speaking on stage and you hear about all of these people who have had these really negative fear-based experiences, I understand that I'm there with them. Um, So I believe that I contracted that first negative experience so that I could understand, sympathize, um, and really relate to those humans on planet Earth who have only had fear-based or negative experiences and then help them to come out of that negativity by allowing them to understand that they contracted that experience in their life for a reason. And whether those abduction experiences or even just disclosure experiences are negative or positive, they always come out more spiritual. They always come out more in tune, more aligned, more connected to the universe than they were before. Um, I know that that for a fact was, was my case and I've seen that in many, many others. So that's why I, co- I contracted that. Um, I also like saying too, like, say for example, you're stuck in traffic and there's some like kid behind you driving his car, texting, doesn't realize that you stopped and he rear ends you, right? I mean, immediately you're like, okay, well, you were on the phone. You weren't paying attention. You rear ended me. Now I'm late for my appointment. Yada, yada, yada. And we really feel like that happened to you. Once again, I believe that that experience you created um, in conjunction with that person, you know, you co-created that experience for a reason. So no matter what it is in our life that happens, we have to ask ourselves, why did I choose for this to happen to me right now? What am I either clearing karmically or what am I learning contractually? 
Okay, okay I like is... it and I agree, but I have to bring up the point because I'm already hearing all the people that do genuinely identify as a victim and are in that place. And from a human perspective, they were victimized in one way or another in an extreme yeah. way. So to those people, if you tell them you created this, obviously they're going to be very upset and very mad. So how do you work around that? <laughs> or how do you package it to them? For sure. You know what? Like this belief, like a lot of my beliefs are not the popular opinion uh, by any means. I suffered with crazy sexual abuse and molestation as a kid. Um, and in a sense, in a traditional sense, you could say, yeah, I was a victim for quite some time. Um, and, and yeah, I had to, you know, uncover that, unpack that, heal that, go to therapy. I'm still healing it. You know, it's a healing journey. So um, I just want to say that, you know, I've experienced that traditional version of victimhood. Uh, but if you're stuck in the experience of mm, this happened to me, that I am the victim, then you will only ever be that you will only ever be stuck. So regardless, you know, we can't go back and change what happened at a physical third dimension level. But what we can do is we can go back and change our perception of it. And no matter how many terrible, awful, crazy, you know, experiences I've gone through, I can look back and say, I wouldn't change any of it, um, you know, one bit, because I learned so much from that. I was able to grow at such a young age and then I was able to take a step back in my adulthood and say, okay, this really needs to be looked at. This really needs to be healed. And because of that, I am a better student and I'm a better teacher. And I can help people in those experiences because I've had them myself. And I believe that for everyone, everyone who's gone through these abusive relationships, these um, you know, issues in childhood, we can understand that we we're able to learn and grow so much from that. And it's typically, I wanna say, old souls and starseed individuals who contract a very heavy yep. um, and very abusive existence and lifetime, mostly because we're trying to clear all of the karma from all of our past lifetimes so that we don't have to come back to this planet anymore. So we pack it all in right at the end, um, and I, and I want to just remind people who are listening to this, who might be a little bit triggered by this. And, and I always say that, you know, there is no objective truth in what I say, right? This is, you know, take it or leave it, whatever it may be. If it resonates with you, it's for you. If not, that's okay too. Um, but I always like to say that whatever happened in your life, whatever's going on right now, you contracted it because you are strong enough to navigate it, you know? And I know a lot of people are really upset about what's happening in the world, the mandates. I mean, everything that's going on right now. And a lot of people are like, why am I here at this time? Like, this is just suffering and misery. But I have to remind them, you chose to be here at this time because you're strong enough to navigate through this and to actually lead humanity into a higher vibration. So that's kind of how I turn things around. And like I said, not everyone is there with me and that is 100% okay. And yeah. I think it's important to say too, I mean, hearing you talk, we could have lived next door to each other, girl. Like so much, so much that, as you said, in my adult life, I didn't really look at, or I kind of just assumed it was like, eh, it'll be fine. Just don't, it's fine. It's fine. Just keep going, keep going forward, keep going forward. Mm -hmm. But that you're up, it, that's how it feels. It's like, if you don't unpack it and if you don't, you know, to some extent honor that uh, responsibility that you have in this in this lifetime of like, if I was so smart and so all-knowing and so expansive that I chose this experience, how would that change my perspective? And it, it really does every time. However, I had my path. I walked my path. And when I decided I was ready to do that, I did that. Some people hearing this are not ready. And that is okay. You can spend as much time as you want where you are, you know, with what works for you, just maybe possibly be open to the fact that it could feel better. <laughs> it could, you could, you could move on from here if you, if you so choose to in the future, but that, that is exactly what happened for me. It was just like, uh, it's not, you know, it's not going to ever heal unless I really acknowledge it. Right. And, and I, 100% I'm with you. I don't know who that person is that didn't go through that stuff. The, the me that had like a cushy life, 
I don't know that person. I know this person. I like this person. I think this person's awesome. And so to go back and try to think of how my life could be different if these things, this trauma did not happen to me is just like, meh, I'm good. <laughs> and, and not everybody, like you said, not everybody can do that. And that's totally fine. Like we want to hold space for wherever you are and not try to quantify which trauma deserves, you know, to move, be moved through because you can't really, it's, it's way too subjective to be like everybody's experience is their own. So I just want to honor that if it's your path, you all, we all have our own path and this is, this is ours. <laughs> so thank yeah. you for bringing that up, Kelsey. And I think that I, was important. Yeah. What you're saying is what we say a lot on the show. Well, what I'm hearing and gathering, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what you're trying to say is like, it's about the meaning that we assign to the experience mm-hmm. and the value that we extract from the experience, not as much the actual experience itself, because yeah. we all experience trauma to one degree or another mm-hmm. in different forms in different ways. And even if it's not a traumatic experience that looks the same, we all have the same emotions. We all experience disappointment. We all experience defeat. We all experience hopelessness. We all experience being um, abused in some form or another, whether it's self or from outside. Like we, we all experience these things. And so I just wanted to bring that up because I know Mm -hmm. the topic of trauma is very sensitive to people who are in that space. And I think it's okay to be in the space of victimhood from a human perspective, because you sometimes need that to move through it and move on to zoom out to where we're talking about now, where you look down at it and you look back at it and you assign maybe a more empowering meaning to that situation. Or you ask the question, like, is there any valid reason for why this could have happened? And this could be beneficial for me in some sort of way in the long run. What did I learn? Um, How can I empathize with others better? How am I more sensitive now? You know, these questions are what help you take your power back. I think once something really horrible has happened to you. And another thing, just one last thing on the whole trauma topic. I was told by a very close uh, channeler friend who was on the show, incidentally, in the beginning of our podcast, said to me in one of our sessions, sometimes, you know, I asked her like, what the heck? why did I, why do I have this? Why did I do this? Why did this happen in my, why did I have such a hard childhood? Why is my, me and my mother's relationship so arduous? And she said, sometimes we come here to learn our lessons. And sometimes we come here to help others learn theirs. And I was like, holy crap. (laughs) I, I would dare to say that this lifetime is probably a little bit of both. Like maybe it isn't all about me and my suffering. Maybe it's about me helping people around me see what maybe where they need to improve or maybe helping them learn their hard lessons because it wasn't really easy for any of us right and so I think that that's maybe something that people need to hear too is it's not maybe it's not complete maybe your soul didn't completely want you to just go through the mud for the sake of learning lessons maybe you're also a steward for others around you those that you truly love on a deep soul level to bring them with you does that make sense let's be honest finding that perfect skincare routine is never easy and with my personal skin concerns of dullness and my skin being dry in the winter now the humidity is changing sometimes it is hard to keep up and I don't like to have to change my products out all the time and buy new stuff every season which is why I started using proven skincare Proven Skincare is rooted in the world's largest beauty database, the Skin Genome Project, and the winner of MIT's AI Technology of the Year Award. What does this mean? It means that Proven Skincare is rooted in science and they have analyzed the universe of skincare by studying the effectiveness of over 20,000 skincare ingredients from over 100,000 skincare products and over 28 million testimonials. All this data has given proven the ability to pinpoint exactly what your skin needs. All of the analysis results in proven skincare's custom three-step system that actually works. So basically you go online, you take a little quiz, they analyze the data and based specifically on what you need, they will create you a personalized cleanser, a personalized day moisturizer with SPF, very important, and a personalized night cream that works wonders. This simple and effective system replaces your whole shelf of products. So I used to have a million skincare products. Now I just have these three. It's easy. 
Plus, your formulations are updated every eight weeks to evolve with you and your skin based on the changes in your skin or the environment and your skin's acclimation to active ingredients. So as your skin improves, as it changes, as the seasons move on, your skin can too with proven. So I highly recommend the packaging is so beautiful. Everything smells really good. You know, this all matters to me. So I'm going to mention it and the products work amazing and have very clean ingredients. So I can't recommend it enough. Give your skin exactly what it needs with proven skincare. Go to provenskincare.com to take the free skin genome quiz and use code Vibin for $20 off your first order. That's provenskincare.com code Vibin for $20 off your first order provenskincare.com code vibin. Our next partner has a product that I'm obsessed with and I am literally using every day. It's called Athletic Greens. And with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. And I might add as a picky eater, it tastes very mild. You can also mix it with like orange juice or put it in your smoothies, but I just drink it straight up with water and it's great. And they say to drink it on an empty stomach first thing, because then it helps you absorb the nutrients of your whole entire day much better and much more easily. Yeah. I started taking athletic greens and I concur. It's amazing. For me, I was taking like, I don't know, 10 vitamins a day of different things because I just, they were things I needed. I found after taking all those pills that I would get acid so easily after, because I would swallow like a whole bottle of water with, <laughs> with my pills and I would just have to guzzle it. And I found that it would make my uh, episodes of, of acid just so much more frequent since taking athletic greens in the morning, first thing, even before my coffee. It has not only given me more energy and like made me just feel better, but I really haven't felt, I have not felt one episode of acid. And for me, that's like so important. I I would stop taking vitamins just because I didn't want to deal with it. So the fact that it's in liquid form and it's so easy and by definition, easy to digest, I have had no issues. So I love it so much. And Mm -hmm. it contains less than one gram of sugar. Yay. No GMOs. Yay. No nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. And you guys, for High Vibnet listeners, your subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months and during a pandemic when we don't get as much sunlight. Yeah. I love the founder story. He actually, similar to mine, I think he was on. So he had like a hundred dollars a day in compliment complicated supplement routine and like just too much, too much. So he decided, you know what, I'm just going to make, I'm going to make something that is easy for me and easy for other people too. So he created athletic greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. He did it for us. So I love his story so much. It speaks to me. Yes. We love him for creating this product. I know I'm a picky eater, so I don't always eat all my nutrients throughout the day. So I love to drink it super easy, really great. Yeah. Well, right now athletic greens is making it super easy for you to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash vibin. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash V-I-B-I-N and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So let's talk about aliens some more because this is really fun. <laughs> so can you um can you tell us like some of the things that the Galactic Federation this I can't believe I'm saying these words. Do you know what I mean? Like I just had an out of body experience. Like Galactic <laughs> Federation is real. Okay, here we go. Uh that they have like said that you're allowed to tell people like where's the knowledge? Where's the truth? as, as we would need to hear it as humanity. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a really loaded question. It's a big Um, one. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, so I actually have a meeting with the Galactic Federation every single month. And um, I used to do this for many years, starting in 2010, 2011, when I first met them. Um, and in the past two years, basically, they said, hey, open this up to the public. So now we have thousands of people joining us on these live calls where I basically discuss politics, you know, world topics, um, light and dark battle energies, whatever it is that needs to come through, they will basically bring it through on the spot. So I never know what to expect. Um, so there's a lot of information that they've been relaying uh, this whole time. But I guess some of the most important information is what's been going on in the past two years. Okay, so starting 2020, um, they told me in 2019 that 2020 was going to change the world forever, right? And I got laughed at for. Oh my saying god, I that. just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, right? Yeah. And so what I what I need what I need to kind of relay from them is that everything that's been happening, everything that's been going on has been happening for a very specific reason. Nothing so very similar to the, the guy who's texting behind you and, you know, rear ends you. Nothing that's going on, nothing that's taking place right now is by accident, by coincidence. If it was not aligned to the collective path, um, the collective contracts for humanity, what we needed to go through collectively to learn our lessons, to clear our karma, to move forward in a higher vibration, it would not be happening. Essentially, the Galactic Federation has the ability to stop a lot of things. They've stopped nuclear weapons before. I knew uh, it. Oh my God, I knew it. Yeah. And that, that's been actually quite well documented as well, if you want to actually go back and explore some of those declassified documents. Um, so that being said, there's also laws of the universe that the Galactic Federation has to abide by. And one of the number one laws that the Galactic Federation has to abide by is the law of non-intervention, which essentially states that free will of uh, an incarnated being or an incarnated collective uh, is trumps everything, right? Free will is number one. And so the problem that they're having right now. So we have to go through this, this period. And what they told me back in 2018 was that, uh, okay, I'll just tell you the timelines and maybe, you know, people who are listening to this can resonate. So, so it was probably back in 2014 when they told me these original timelines, I believe it was 2016 to 2019. It was a period in time where star seeds begin to wake up. And what that means is like, volunteers uh, who were essentially a part of the Galactic Federation or basically wanting unity consciousness for the collective in the universe uh, decided to volunteer to come to planet Earth. And those people between the time of 2016 and 2019 all shifted their entire lives. So that means changing a job, changing living situations, sometimes moving out of your that country into a different country, <laughs> changing relationships, losing all your money. You know, I mean, just the literal collapse of your identity took place then. So if that took place for you, once again, between 2016 and 2019, it's a really incredible indication that you are here to be a thought leader. You are here to carve the path for the other 8 billion people who have not yet awakened, right? So oh it doesn't gosh. mean that you have to be some sort of spiritual teacher, you know, wearing some robes and talking on top of a mountain, right? Like you could be a doctor, you could be an accountant, you could be a garbage man. And just your vibration alone of ascending and awakening and changing your perception is going to shift others around you. Um, I actually channeled it uh, years ago. I said, what kind of effect does one awakened person create? And what came through is one awakened person and awakened is kind of a general term, but let's say at a higher vibrational frequency without ever having to say or do anything can and does affect 72,000 individuals per year. Okay. So you're shifting up to, and probably more than that, 72,000 people. I mean, your vibration, even just sitting at your office or in your home, I mean, all your neighbors are being affected, right? There's this kind of auric field that is emanating from you. So once again, 2016 to 2019 is this period where basically like the thought leaders or the teachers or the volunteers, the star seeds, whatever you want to call them, they had to shift their old third dimensional life 
in order to raise their frequency, not only at a vibrational level, but also raise the frequency of their physical reality as well. Typically, like fights with your parents, lost all your friends. I mean, everything collapsed during that period. And then we get to current day, you know, 2020 to 2024 is the period in which the rest of the world is going to shift. Not only the rest of the individuals uh, in the world, but the world itself, the actual physical third dimensional structures of the system uh, within education, within government, within finance, you know, everything you could imagine that makes up this society um, has to break down in order for us to shift into a higher vibration. And this is where that group of people between 2016 and 2019 come into play to say, it's okay, it's okay. I've been through this too. It's really shitty, but here we are together. And like, let's get you through this, you know? Um, so we're kind of holding the hand for the rest of humanity in a sense. And so they told me that this collapse, this systemic societal collapse was going to happen long before 2020 ever hit. And think about what this pandemic, pandemic really did for humanity, for every single human on planet Earth. It had changed their lives forever. Um, and a lot of people look at it as a negative change. And yeah, there's a lot of agendas and conspiracies and there's a lot of layers to this, but essentially it took people away from their identities. It took people out of their nine to five. It took them out of their routine. And, and I, very I physically as well, because they wear masks. Physically. Like you're wearing masks. Yep, <laughs> like you, absolutely. you can't tell who people are anymore. You were forced to go within. You yep. were forced to strip away all of those attachments. And, and I laugh so hard at all of the people in 2020 who were like, I just want things to go back to normal. And, you know, I, I laugh at that because it's like, well, you create your own normal and nothing is ever going to be normal again, which means that in every moment we have the possibility, the infinite possibility to sh change and shift every aspect of our lives. And that's what we're moving into. Um, not to mention at a physics-based level or even a quantum physics-based level, time itself has shifted. Time itself has changed. And whether you're spiritual or you've ever thought about time uh, at all, you're going to notice a difference in the way that time passes in the past two years. Most people are feeling that time speed up. And that's because we are moving in and out of an infinite number of different timelines at a rapid pace. Manifestation is faster. Karma is faster. Um, the downfall is faster and more intense. The awakening is faster and more intense. What took me four years to figure out 10 years mm -hmm. ago is taking people two weekends, you know, it blows my mind. Um, but things are happening at a rapid pace. So like you mentioned, that questioning is going to be met with answers. And all we need humanity to do is question. And once again, to circle back around to the law of non-intervention, the Galactic Federation can't come through. There can't be global disclosure. There can't be um, help from them unless humanity is standing up collectively and saying we really need help <laughs> and we're getting to that point and that's allowing our contracts to move forward and it's allowing us to really rebuild in healthy sustainable unifying ways rather than really just serving those lobbyists those politicians that upper one percent i mean this we're really moving into uh, a unified society rather than a separated us versus them one that we've known uh, since day one Good to know because it feels very opposite of that right now doesn't right. it It feels very divisive and I think yeah. what 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 scares me is that it's very possible well it might not be but it feels very possible that that this divisiveness could just be it could become our default setting like we don't know how to agree anymore. <laughs> because so, so think about it this way. I have a great analogy for Please. this, right? Because like I was super worried too. I'm like, oh my God, the polarity is so rife. Like even within the spiritual community, it is so extreme. And I never thought it would get like that. I thought we could all just agree on unity and freedom and free will for everyone. Like why can't we yeah. just kind of come to that agreement? So so here's the analogy that popped into my mind when I was really struggling to understand how are we coming back from this? And the analogy is just think about a rubber band, stretching that rubber band all the way to its limits, and then the rubber band snapping back. We need the polarity stretched to its limits. 
we need the us versus them. We need the separation. We need the fear. We need the anxiety. We need the darkness. We need the, the conspiracy agendas to be so rife to be like, you know what? This fear isn't serving me anymore. Yeah. How about I stop watching the news? How about yeah. I stop deep diving into Illuminati conspiracies? How about I just look at unity for once? How about I just look at unconditional love? How about I just surround myself with that and we start to learn that we are the only ones creating our reality. And based on what we focus on, whether that be external or internal, that focus creates the reality around us. And it goes back to the perception that we were talking about earlier. I think that's so amazing. And it's funny because when I, I stopped, you know, I stopped watching the news and I stopped doing all this, but around the time, I'd say beginning 2021, right, I think. I was like, aren't we tired? I'm exhausted from trying to find fault. And, I, and I'll admit, like, even I just, I would look for things to be angry at. And I stopped and I'm like, what, what is actually happening? Like, why am I doing this? And, and aren't we just exhausted from waiting to disagree with some, just waiting, waiting for them to say one thing that just triggers you in a way because now everyone has a microphone and they feel like their experience is the only experience. Aren't we tired? I'm tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> I just want to give everyone a hug and be like, it's okay. Relax. Just relax. <laughs> it's fine. It's going to be fine. Um, so it's good to hear that that's what's <laughs> coming because I've just, I've done been exhausted. You know what I mean? Um, okay. So I know what time it is. Uh, are we are we moving into Patreon? Do we have do we have a little bit more time? Yeah, I was gonna wrap it up here in the next couple of minutes so we can go over Good. there. But um, I just want to stuff. say, wow, this timeline makes a lot of sense. When I look at my life, I was yeah. taking notes as you were given the breakdown. I was like, oh my gosh, because I was thinking. So I did something very crazy <laughs> during that time period, and I was feeling called to move out of state. I'm from California, San Diego, and I moved to Ohio. Okay. And everyone was like, why did you leave San Diego and move to Ohio? Like, what is wrong with your brain? Why are you here? Like you chose this. Everyone was trying to figure it out. Like, did you come here for a job? Did you come here for a boy? And I was honestly like, Especially no. I, I went to <laughs> California from Michigan so I'm like do you know what you're going into <laughs> do you know what this, the winter is okay it was so crazy and I didn't know really anybody and mm -hmm. I threw my and I stopped doing hair which was like my main profession before at the time and I just my whole identity my whole life everything new gone and then I had a kundalini awakening I had a lot of heartbreak I had blah 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 went through the whole oh, ringer yeah. yada yada now we're on the other side everything's a little more stable and um you know relaxed <laughs> But I, when you were saying that ex those exact years, I was just like, dang, right on the money, girl, because I <laughs> definitely, definitely was riding that roller coaster at that time. And I think a lot of people listening, maybe we'll have some more understanding and insight now into why all of that had to happen. <laughs> yeah, take a look at Hopefully. what happened between 16 and 19. Uh, we moved, I moved from California to Nevada, never thought I'd end up in Nevada. No offense to Nevada. It's just like, it's not a place I ever would have ever would have thought I would move. Um, so that's cool. I also had two babies and one of them was born in 2016. And he is like, he is something else. He is just so connected. And so he asked the questions that like people write books about, like, <laughs> like, like this kid said the spookiest thing, like, that's my kid. Okay. That is my kid. And so it's just very interesting that, um, that was the year because I know I, I, hope and believe that he is here for that sort of help to kind of awaken those left behind. And then my third one is just a cannonball. He just, he's only three, but he's just like crashing into everything at this point. We don't know what he's going to be. <laughs> he's just, he's too little, but, um, but this has been so fun. I want to get, I want to ask you some, some juicy questions in the Patreon. I don't know what Kelsey has planned for the Patreon, but do you have a few more minutes to hang out with us over there from uh, just a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So before I wrap it up, let everyone know how they can connect with you, where they can find you, get into your vibe, play, um, and all that jazz. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it's just Elizabeth April, pretty much on Google. You'll find me everywhere. 
all the socials. Uh, my podcast is Expand with Elizabeth April. So those are kind of like nice 20 minute clips of downloads, information, perspectives. And I also have a brand new membership platform as well. Um, and for me, I just felt like I couldn't say everything that I wanted to say online because of censorship. So this is a completely censorship free um, option uh, for those who really want to deep dive into this stuff. Um, we have free memberships too. So if you just want to come in and check it out, it's called the Cosmic Society. And you'll find that on my website, elizabethapril.com. And then last but not least, I have uh, an amazing book that I launched in 2021. It's called You're Not Dying, You're Just Waking Up. So if you are going through symptoms of awakening, if you're trying to figure out your soul purpose, if you're even trying to look for what interdimensional being you connect with, it is all in that book. Like it is like a, an awakening one one of all of the different stages, symptoms, experiences that you're going to have uh, when going through basically spiritual awakening. And it even goes into, you know, the Galactic Federation and the purpose of humanity and quantum physics and all of that great stuff at the end as well. So um, yeah, so definitely check that out. And you can find that on Amazon pretty much all over the world. I'm obsessed with that title. I think it's so mm -hmm. fitting and cute and like, just <laughs> like you Perfectly. just gotta have humor about <laughs> yeah. the awakening process because it can be like so heavy. <laughs> Absolutely. So I love that. Oh, this is great. Thanks for being here. <laughs> We're going to head over to the Patreon for whoever's not on the Patreon. You can join us at patreon.com slash high vibe. We love you all. Have an amazing week. Adios. Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our High Vibe Knit community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe. Every week we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way. And be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay Robinson and at kelseyaida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.